Welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast with Clark Van Deventer. I'm Monica, and we're excited to have the opportunity to help you raise more money for your nonprofit than you ever thought possible by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. This podcast is designed to get you thinking, to challenge you, to inspire you, and to give you some practical tools that you can use right now in your work as a fundraiser. If you hear something that you'd like to learn more about, or if Clark mentions a resource you'd like to get your hands on, just email me. My email address is monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. We offer a variety of services to nonprofits and development professionals, from DIY, that's do-it-yourself, to DWY, done with you, to DFY, that's done for you. To learn more, just email me at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right, without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope you're having a great day. All right, it's Monday. All right, I'm recording this on Monday. I don't know what day you're listening to this. For me, it's Monday. All right, so just wrapped up. One of the most uh, low-key and relaxing weekends I've had in recent memory. Uh, I am a very on-the-go person. I'm always moving. And on the weekends, I really typically don't slow down. It's like I've done so much to seize every day of the work week, right? I've been busy. I've been seizing every opportunity. <laughs> like, just I'm just driven, and I have the same mentality on the weekend. Like, what? Okay, well, like I did this during the week. Like, what am I doing on the weekend now? I want to seize the weekend. I don't want my Saturday to slip away. But honestly, I've been working so much recently that uh, over the weekend, man, we just really relaxed. And of course, this is partially driven by the quarantine uh, around the coronavirus. Just not much going on. We're living in Guatemala. Guatemala now has a 4 p.m. daily curfew. So after 4 p.m., we're not even allowed to leave. Um, so we're just like much closer to home and spent time cooking, spent time uh, watching a couple of movies, watched uh, or one movie, watched The Sound of Music with the kids. I hadn't watched The Sound of Music since high school. And uh just loved introducing it to my kids. So I had this idea with my kids. It's like, you know, they are uh, vegging more than they typically do. And it was like, well, if they're going to veg, instead of watching, uh, binge watching Full House for the third time, how about we we find some really good movies? And uh, we've been putting together this list of movies sort of to make quarantine partially a film education and uh, Sound of Music was on the list. And what a classic. Oh, my gosh. I, lo- I loved watching it for the first time in 20 years. All right. Here's what I want to talk about today. Your world just got smaller, right? Like, and it's getting increasingly smaller. But I, I have a message for you today. It's, this is very short, a very short podcast. Your world just got smaller. And there are many things that you can't do right now, many, but the things that you can do, you can do with greater intensity. All right, your world just got smaller and there are many things you can't do right now, 
But the things that you can do, you can do with greater intensity. And I have a challenge for you, all right? Please, I do not want you to waste away your quarantine catching up on shows, all right? Like, sure, we're going to have some leisure, right? Like, we have time to do things right now that we didn't have before. And so, like, do you want to take a online cooking class do you want to my wife is is making sourdough bread and she's having a ton of fun making sourdough bread and do that stuff but i want you to come out of this quarantine going man that sucked but look what i did all right so a couple of examples from history um bubonic plague in england Right, like Shakespeare is quarantined, and Shakespeare takes the bubonic plague, and he writes King Lear, he writes Macbeth, right? Um, bubonic plague. Sir Isaac Newton is teaching at Cambridge, right? Classes are suspended. Isaac Newton goes home, and he begins writing these, um, you know, like many of the theories of early calculus, and and the theory of gravity right, begins to develop in his mind. The, the apple doesn't fall on his head at that time necessarily, but he begins developing the theory of gravity. And so the, this is what Shakespeare does, right? He goes home and he writes King Lear. He writes Macbeth. You're telling me you want to catch up on your shows? <laughs> you know, like the, this, I'm just going to tell you guys, this quarantine sucks. What it's doing to the economy sucks, Right, what it's doing to our nonprofits and the fundraising environment, it sucks. Like it just does. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm gonna be like I'm not gonna beat around the bush. It sucks. But you know what suck even more is if you spend the next two weeks, the next month, whatever, however long this quarantine is, and you you just sit at home and you watch TV. That would suck, right? So your world just got smaller. There are many things you can't do, but the things you can do, you can do with greater intensity. And if you're if you're locked up at home right now, I want you to take this time and I want you to redeem it. All right. I want you to go, that sucked, but man, if it hadn't been for that quarantine, I wouldn't have gotten this done. Like I wouldn't have I I whatever it is. I, I look, I read. I read five classic novels that I've been wanting to read my whole life that I'd never read. Or the, the I watched I watched some of the most important films in the history of cinema that I had never gotten to. Right? With your work, what is it? You want to write a book? Like take this quarantine time and write write your own King Lear, write your own Macbeth. Uh, from a fundraising standpoint, and your work as a professional. What can you dig into now that you typically don't have time to do? There's all these things, right? You're constantly looking at these challenges at work and, and there are things that you'd like to do that you don't have time to do. You have time now, so do it, right? And a, and a year from now, we'll be sitting here and you'll be saying that quarantine sucked, but man, if it hadn't been for that quarantine, I would have never gotten that done, all right? So I want you to take this quarantine. I want you to seize it and I want you to come out of it a better person. All right. I want to, I want to help you do that. Right. I, there are ways that I think I can help you do that. And I spend my whole life on zoom calls and 
interacting with people, whether through this podcast or email or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. This is my whole life. Right now, I'm spending seven or eight hours a day on Zoom calls. And um, there's a couple of things that, that we can do to work with you if you want to take this quarantine and lean in professionally. The first is go through our masterclass program. We are just rolling out a revamped program or a revamped version of the masterclass, and it is awesome. It's awesome. All right. The training that's always been part of the masterclass has always been phenomenal, right? It's it's the best fundraising training out there, period. It's the best. But the way that we've we've reorganized it and packaged it, I am so excited about it. It's so awesome, right? And you can take this time and you can lean in. You can deep dive in a way that you've not had the time to deep dive before, right? Like you're not out there meeting with donors right now. You're not calling to get visits. You're not on the road. You're not spending time going through airport security. Like you have all that time right now. Do a deep dive. Go through our Major Gifts Fundraiser Masterclass and, and take this time to become a better fundraiser. Uh, the second thing we can do is go through your, your thank you and your stewardship systems. Take this time, <coughs> excuse me, take this time to bring your thank you and stewardship process up to a level that just makes every other organization seem pale in comparison. We want your donors to have the best giving experience possible with your organization. We want them to feel like if they give $100, they get $1,000 worth of thanks. If they give $1,000, they get $10,000 worth of thanks. We want your donors to have a fabulous giving experience, to feel like their gifts matter, right? That they're appreciated, that you love them, that you care for them, right? That you're thankful for them. Their gifts matter, that their gifts make a difference, right? We have all these stewardship uh, systems that we put into place where we, in many cases, automate, but there are some moves you have to make yourself. Seven thank yous after the first gift is given, right? Recurring thank yous throughout the year for current donors. Additional thank yous that, that are sent out to donors when they make their second, third, fourth, fifth gift, right? How do we, how do we thank and steward monthly givers? So take this time and work on your thank you process and your stewardship systems, uh, third thing we can help you with is your messaging and telling your story, right? So we talk a lot about um, listening the gift and understanding your donor's listening preferences. So there's there's basically four main listening preferences that all people have. You have a listening preference. I have a listening preference. And the thing is, is we all tend to speak in our own listening preference, right? If I'm a people-oriented listener... I tend to speak in a people-oriented voice. If, if you're an action-oriented listener, you tend to talk in an action-oriented voice. And so we want to help you um, identify your own listening preference, figure out how you can uh, understand the listening preference of the individual donor that you're standing in front of today, that you're meeting with today. And then how do you match messages? How do you tell your story to a people-oriented listener, to an action-oriented listener, to a content-oriented listener, to a time-oriented listener. And we want to go through this whole process with you and finding your aha moments and your kind of like bridges to help you tell your story better, 
right? And so I want you to come out of this quarantine telling your story better, being better at telling the story of your organization. So these are just a few things that you could do professionally to lean in and to seize this quarantine, right? The quarantine sucks. It sucks. But what would suck even more is for you to take this time, however long it is, and for you to waste it. All right, I want you to do something big. I want you to come out of this time and say, that sucked, but man, had it not been for that, I never would have done this. All right, your world has gotten smaller. There are many things you can't do right now, but the things you can do, you can do with greater intensity, all right, greater focus. And I want you to lean into those things, and I want you to come out of this quarantine a better person, all right? And if I can help you do that, please reach out, all right? And I'm not even thinking about sales. I'm not thinking about making money. I want you to be a better person. So reach out to me by email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Monica here again. Clark is always talking about mindset. He decides he wants to do something and he obsesses over it. It drives me a little bit crazy sometimes. But a few years ago, I watched Clark get really into fitness. He lost 100 pounds and people would ask him all the time how he did it. They wanted to talk to him about diet and were maybe a little disappointed, but Clark wanted to talk to them about mindset. And if you want to be a great fundraiser, if you want to do great things to advance your mission, you need to spend your mental energy and time thinking and talking about fundraising. Listening to this podcast is one great thing you can do. Also, liking our Facebook page, Major Gifts Fundraiser. Just search for that on Facebook. You can also sign up at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com to get email tips and inspiration delivered right to your inbox. If you're looking for something more substantial, Clark is testing a few new products with a small group of committed development professionals. To find out more about that, just email me at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Thanks for listening.